This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to our part two sit down with Miss Joan Van Ark. And if you missed part one, check it out. We talk about how she got the part of Valley Ewing on Knott's Landing, starting on Dallas, working with Larry Hagman and Victoria Principal and Patrick and Linda Gray. And of course, spinning off into Knott's Landing and the cultist act and how this friendship with Donna Mills and Michelle Lee came about. Now stay tuned for part two. But if you haven't heard part one, check it out. We are here with a legend and icon, the one and only Miss Joan Van Ark. Did you work closely? Like, you know, you talk about like, you know, the rich characters that came and left the cul-de-sac. Like, did you have a lot of scenes? I can't remember, like with Alec Baldwin, like Nicolette Sheridan. Oh, 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 oh. Julie, Joan, and Alec were a, I don't even know what the right word, intertwining like nobody's business. He ended up loving her, and this is not possible, but he did it. Loving her more than I did, even because he was there for her. He, when she died, um, uh, he couldn't make it to her service in New York at the St. James Theater, I believe it was. It was a, with Christopher Plummer, I was sandwiched between Zoe Caldwell and Christopher Plummer. I was the second speaker after, Christopher Plummer was first because she had, she loved him. She had a crush on him and they were like, they were close. And, but bottom line is um, Alec, Julie and Joan was a trio and a bond. And I'm dying for Alec. I'm dying for him. I just can't believe this whole, and I know him because all he cared about, which is probably why I loved him so deeply. And he, we've stayed in touch ever since Knott's and all through the wonderfulness he's done and whatever and wherever I am, we have continued that. But I know how deep he goes and how much it matters, the work, the work. So I can understand how whatever this was or however they determine it was, I see where he, with his, and he was one of the producers of the movie, Rust. So my heart, I just, I'm dying because it's the uh, prop master or the, there's an armor, I don't know the French word or uh, armory, or it has to do with the guns. It was a young girl who was like her second or third time, if that, being in that position because they had everybody doubling up on their duties somebody slipped before Alec, if in fact, if, and I say and stress that, there was in fact a bullet in there because he, his, for the rest of his life and for, I, it's unknown at this point, whether what the future is for him, because we don't know how this will all play out, but I love him. I pray for him. I, I just, 
that we all wish there were not we all because there's a division on this but pray that everything works out okay i love this man as i loved julie and we three i have a picture downstairs i adore i wish i could grab it after and show you it's joan alec and julie julie's on one side of alec i'm on the other at sardi's and there was a dedication one night and a whole show about julie the, the magnificence of julie harris and it was at sardi's and both alec and i spoke and we're walking into the thing and we're laughing our heads off all three of us and i treasure it it's down in the kitchen where i finally calmed down at the end of the day in a little frame and i love this so much and it's it's the unification of an actor or three actors and three people joan alec julie not in that order just it's we're one when we're together wow together and right he is going i mean i don't know how this is all going to play out like if it's what do you think do you have any thoughts at all i mean i feel like sometimes i skip over it when i see you know what i mean so i'm not but i mean i know they're now talking about official like charges and what's gonna and like i don't know if this is gonna affect his career like for forget about the legal like you know let's just say that's all i'm talking about too yeah acting is his food as it is mine there's some people that that need the food that's why i've fallen apart during covid because you're you you, it's 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 something you just do it's like brushing your teeth and when it's taken from you and you're sort of housebound initially as we all were all the claustrophobia for a gemini is is very difficult for me and i'm sure you yes there's no air, there's no freedom. I think freedom, I think Geminis need freedom and space when they need it. And they then fill with that and then they're the best person for you. They're the best person for you. I would I would agree with all of that. Geminis definitely need freedom. That is an understatement. Freedom is the word I keep, when I'm running, I do the, my best thinking. And always that word is the one that pops into my brain. It's freedom. And we've been, I've been, but we've all been denied different levels of freedom and some intensely. And God bless the poor people who in fact had to go through this in a hospital, some who didn't make it out and families who are suffering from that. That's gigantic. And talk about freedom. It's the antithesis. It's silence. No, no, never. It's it's not good, and that's yes. But to your point about Alec Baldwin too, I mean, I, we'll see what happens with his career. I don't know. I mean, I think I, this could I affect it, right? I can't think that it wouldn't affect it. I think it, because, and he, I'm sure, knows it, uh, feels that. It, it certainly is consumed with that periodically, if not always. God love him, and uh, and he does. What about, did you work closely with Nicolette Sheridan when she was on? Nicolette was the most gorgeous cyclone sort of to herself. And I think remains such because there's been stuff since. Donna, Michelle, and I have had dinner and will have dinner upcoming with Mark Cherry, who produced uh, Desperate, Desperate Housewives. Housewives. And... There are elements there, I don't know. I think she is so gorgeous and I tried to steal when Knotts did wrap all her clothes because we were the same size, two or four. I think it was two because two was, so she was a two and so was I a two. And I would rifle through whenever I had a really important interview uh, that wardrobe would loan me some of her stuff to wear because it was so hot and so fabulous. So she had all that at her access and a very different character from all the rest very different well when you guys have dinner with mark cherry why don't you say hey mark let's get we have because here's the thing when i go run at night i go run in a high-end cul-de-sac type thing i I call it a horseshoe because it's down about it's about not quite half a mile but it's a long u-turn horseshoe thing. Mark Cherry lives right over here. Another writer lives across the street. It must be uh, entertainer's heaven. Gorgeous big houses. I have run into him countless times. And one time, not that long ago, 
he called out to me, Joan, is that you? And he came up to me and talked to me. And we talked for about 15 minutes. I turned off my, I wear a pedometer to see that I'm doing 10 miles or whatever I'm doing. Turned off the pedometer and we chatted for about 15 minutes. And I said, you know, Mark, you are such a gifted, he writes for women, like you, obviously. His resume is heavy with women ensemble shows. I said, it's a fantasy of mine, but since we're chatting, Joan, Donna, and Michelle, we need to do something different, something special, something funny. We three need to show, we need to bring in the funny. And we're now next going to Soho House out in Malibu, which is a very incredible uh, dinner club, maybe. Yeah. But, but uh, everybody there is a who's who. We're, Mark wants to go there with us. Uh, so that is upcoming. I just think he'd be perfect for us because he, he does write women's shows. And I just wish it was a rest home and we're three grannies from hell. I swear to God, doing, you know, mirth and being, you know, devils, little, you know, <laughs> whatever, villains, but also pathos because when the kids come visit or whatever, there'll be the harp. So the thing that he does well, which is yin yang, you know, I, Mark Cherry and Joan Donna Michelle sounds good to me. Do you see how quiet I am? I'm like, I'm like already picturing this show. I'm picturing like the Well, do you home. think it's, well, I'd, I'd like to ask you, because you're aware for all this stuff. What is a complete flip on Joan, Donna and Michelle as we know them previously? What would be turn it on its ear in your opinion? Am I right with the rest home or? Yeah, and I think like terrorizing and- Terror, Terrorizing. You know, and like I think- little- Three little kids. I'm sorry, but three yeah. little kids were grannies. Or, you know, maybe if you say it's about turning it on its head, maybe have Donna be the quiet, you know, the app ap- yes. the opposite of yeah. Abby. And yes. you and Michelle are the two terrors. And yes. Donna's like 100 the one that's like the, the, the innocent. You scare woman, me. Right? Uh, you scare me because that is exactly Donna should be flipped to um, you know, flyover states. Joan and Michelle, maybe former socialites, and the husband has had two more wives since whatever, but we're still going to stay maintained and over the top a little. That to me in a rest home would be hell on wheels. And I would love hell on wheels, aged, go there, go there and love it and and hit it head on. I I just, that That nailed it. You nailed it. Right. Like that would be, see, listen, let, let's just get this going. People let's get this going. I know when you come in January, I think we, <laughs> we have to have a, the, the whole nine yards. We have to do it. And we we'll can call it up. As, maybe we tape it as a pitch as a pitch. Seriously. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, you had a chance also, I mean, you know, a totally self-indulgent part of your career, which I loved was you and Donna with Sherry Belafonte nip talk. When you were on Nip Talk, that was great. Oh my God, I forgot about that. You know, oh my God, because there was one thing. Yeah, it was Oprah that we ended up doing together. But we were we were the only two invited, actually, with Ryan Murphy for uh, uh, Nip Talk. I adored that. The second one, I don't know. It was it was way it was. They knew they were being canceled, so he. I think God talk about a a genius. What a what a, ra- a track record he has, Ryan Murphy. But but um, I think he threw a mitzvah kind of at, uh, you know, certain characters or whatever thing, because we came back a second. But it was very different. That first one was <laughs> and Donna with having the all the, the stuff the, done and the cat woman. I mean, it was brilliant. Yeah, it, well, it, and, and, you know, when you have as the captain would i.e. Ryan Murphy, you're set, you're safe. You've got you've got freedom you've got freedom to kind of you know be different be special be a a surprise and hot ready you know to to really be hot 
you know, people are always telling me I give such great relationship advice, but I never take my own advice. Well, I have to tell you guys about Paired. Paired is something that has helped me out. And I really think it's going to help all of you guys out who are in a relationship out there. And when I say relationship, I mean, you could be dating the person for 10 years or really it just be on a third date. It's for everyone. It's a relationship app for couples. And it's really fun. Listen, here's what you do. You and your partner download the app, pair together, and everyday paired gives you questions, quizzes, and games to have fun with and stay connected and really like deepen your conversations. It's really great for people that like don't know how to break the ice with certain things with their partner, no matter how long they've been together. And it kind of just cuts through all the BS. Like here are some of the things that I found the most fun. Like this is like for a couple's game. How would you describe me? What's your love language? Would you rather? There's also like really interesting quizzes like managing jealousy. So listen, whether you're just a few dates in or have been together a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Velvet to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Velvet to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. See if Mark Cherry can't get it together. I mean, Ryan Murphy has done things like Glee and like Scream oh, yeah. Queens. He, he has that like dark sense of like comedic humor. It could That's, work there. See, because I think yin yang is the secret. You have to have some pathos with the with the funny. You, you, and the best shows are that. And Knott's often had that, that there were some, but not the funny wasn't the kind of tongue in cheek and really out there was not as as broad, but it was there, the the funny and the and the sad. What about what was it like when you went back to, you know? very few go from nighttime soaps to daytime. Like when you were on young and restless, what was that experience like? Oh, night and day because it's at mock speed. And right now it's even more mock speed. And during COVID people were doing their scenes with dummies, not even with an acting partner. I could never, I could never be looking, you know, I need, I need to be aware of, Ab right into the heart and soul, right into the heart and soul of the actor and the character. Because if they're doing their work, they're both. And you want to connect with both. Uh, so playing to mannequins during the thing. But even when I did Young and Restless, I went in the middle of it back to the Kennedy Center to do something that Sally Field also did. Uh, and uh, I, I can't remember. There's, there were wonderful actors that they asked back for a couple of months to do a show at the Kennedy Center uh, as a sort of repertory thing. And uh, I went back and did a, a bunch of Tennessee Williams one acts. And I had to because it was theater and it was the Kennedy Center. Come on. That's like being asked to go to the White House. And I don't know what, do a play for, a, for a, what, a month just to show to the brass. That's, but Kennedy Center is so uh, best, best. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm putting Kennedy and that's New York. Um, and, and it was New York. It wasn't in D.C. That was the other theater I did. But, but the uh, Kennedy Center, New York, that to go back, I had to do it and did. Um, but I don't know. It's like losing, <laughs> losing my mind. I know I am. It went, it's a, it's a fast pace in soap operas. Oh, and the young, oh God, here we go with, yes, with young and rest. So they let me go. But, but then I realized that it's so much more fulfilling than racing through something and not doing the kind of job as an actor you want to do, which is a fault of mine, especially in this um, atmosphere now where it's quick, don't think about it, just do it. I'm more, I'd rather think about it and give it everything I've got. And that's not, that's not in, in theme now and not in, in vogue at all. It's a so whole that, The soap was very tricky. Um, I loved everybody there. They were fabulous and wonderful. Uh, one time my acting partner threw a set of keys at me as a, in an impulse on the scene. It cut my arm wide open. And, you know, in the soap, when it happens, you have to just sort of keep going. And I just tucked my arm because I had a feeling I didn't want to look, 
but I had a feeling I really hurt myself because it really hurt. And we went through and finished the scene and I'm gushing blood. As it turns out, when they said cut, I'm gushing blood from the keys ripping my arm. I don't, and he had never done wow. that until the take. But see, that's what happens when you are really getting into it. But that isn't, you don't have that much of a leeway with daytime soaps. You gotta be, if you don't fall off the chair and break your nose, print, move on. And that kind of got to me. Wow. I didn't love, I loved the people. I loved the character. It was tricky after a while. And it takes a certain breed of actor too. Just, okay, we'll go with it or whatever. Right, it's a whole different skill set. It's just, definitely. Well, speaking of a different skill set, you know, in Young and Restless, you know, you look at like an Eileen Davidson who has, you know, been there off and on for so long. You know, now she was a part of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She you look was? At, she was. And uh-huh. I mean, Lisa Rinna, who's an actress, is still on there. Garcelle Bouvet. I mean, so what do you Lisa's th- going back acting? Because Lisa, for the longest, forever, was housewives. She's she's still housewives. She's still there. But, but, I mean, but to go back to acting, that's that's a big step that she she hadn't done for years. Meaning she was on a desperate. Uh, sorry, uh, Real but, Housewives, and she's yeah. she's still on it. She's not going back to acting yet. But I mean, what oh, do she you hasn't. So right. she wasn't doing. She wasn't interspersing. No, she's a hundred percent housewives. Where I think it's hard if you're doing, and I've done. And it's just, it's like having two boyfriends. I've always said only one boyfriend at a time for me. I can't do the juggling. I, I get too shaky on both that does he know about, does he, what about him? But what about, you know, it's too schizophrenic. I got to give one boyfriend all I got. And you can take that anywhere you, you want to, but you got to be true to one and then move on. It's a different skill set. I mean, what do you think of like, you know, even like actresses that are now like, I mean, Lisa Rinna has a huge force on Beverly Hills Housewives. I mean, is she? Yeah. I mean, like if I had told you when you were filming Knots Landing that Joan, one day there's going to be this thing called reality TV and actual actresses are going to be on it. You would have told well, me I was crazy. No, I, I hear you and you're right. But that reminds me of this thing I did just this past Saturday. Uh, I've got to get to be sure. Oh, Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Rom. Am I saying Romaine? Yes. The Love Boat. The Love Boat. I was at because I guessed it four times on Love Boat. I know earlier. Um, So they invited some of the uh, long timers or the most frequent. Uh, Charo was there, as I said. But (laughs) uh, it was a cocktail party dinner on this brand new ship that is like. Manhattan on the water, meaning that big, that with staircases of mirrors and lights and curved uh, brass uh, banister. I mean, to die for this ship is to die for. And it is a city on the water and they were gonna leave that night later. And so I went to this party and they presented everybody, a couple from the original show. So, you know, but but that's a. I think that's going to be a big hit. It's it's um, like the Bachelor and Bachelorette, and uh, it's on the water. I just had Jerry on. I just talked to Jerry last oh, week. Oh, did about, you? Yeah. Oh, is he a sweetheart? I'm sure he is. He's great. And I mean, listen, the real love boat. Like, what they're the best. What a great choice for hosts, right? They're the perfect choice. Those two. They are that, and I think the show because reality isn't always fantastic. Uh, not that I would balk at, you know, having fun on something like Joan Don Michelle doing something, I don't know what, interviewing uh, makeup people or whatever. But, but um, I, I think that that, that is uh, this effort of uh, the real love boat with the reality aspect of it and, and cruising in the Mediterranean. Come on, that's got a little of everything there. So I'm not acting for sure, but what about, you know, like, what about new projects you're working on? You said you're working on a bunch of stuff. Oh, I've done a couple of pilots that were done during um, COVID. Uh, but, you know, with, um, what do I want to say? The presentation is kind of like what we're doing in a way. So you're, uh, Patrick Warburton plays my husband in this thing. I'm not, you have to sign a non-disclosure clause. 
and Patrick Warburton is my husband in it. It's a crazy take on something. It is animation, but we did all of ours, you know, virtual and whatever. And I went to a studio, I think, for pickups on it when COVID got less frightening. Uh, but I've done that. And there was another thing that's uh, in the offing. I'm trying to remember what uh, idle chat. No, we did do idle chat too, which Susan Anton has on the family channel. Uh, she's hosting it. And it was the three of us. And I think it was sent to you uh, if you hadn't seen it. But that's the most recent on camera that Joan Don and Michelle have done on three high stools with our portraits behind. <laughs> so funny. Portraits behind us and chit chatting about, you know, all of this campy, fun, real, uh, you know, the whole, the whole ball of wax. And that was an hour presentation with her. And I know you've been doing some voiceover work too. Constantly, yes. And that, as I say, is with my head stuck in my daughter's clothes closet with a box and a microphone. And I have to stick my head in the box to record the spot. And I defy you with your husband screaming at you because he wants the first take to be the one that's printed and send it and stop. And I want once again for it to be perfect. What about if, you know, like say that they come to you and they say, listen, we're going to reboot, you know, sometimes they reboot, like say, say they were going to reboot Knott's Landing and have like, they're going to just recast it. You know, they're going to have valuing, you know, at, at the age that she was, are there any actresses that come to your mind to play Val and to patch, pass the torch to? Man, that's a question I've never been asked. And I, what would, what would be, what do you, the age range would be around 30, 40 or 50? I was thinking like 30s, 40s, right? Yes, me too. That would be, that's the sweet spot to, uh, to do that. And I mean, some people like, well, I think, you know, I mean, I think of like a, like a Reese Witherspoon. I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, that this all, that everyone's, you know, just in the ideal world, everyone wants, and I guess on TV, even like maybe Jennifer Lawrence. Ah, right there, right there. See, Gemini, you're scaring me. You are scaring me. Yes, her. Uh, Yes, I love her. I love her at Time Out and a baby and getting married and after the baby. And I love her. And she's real. It's all about real. It is in your voiceover, it's in your acting, and it's in talking interviews and things. You have to come from home base, and she does in spades. I love her. Perfect. Perfect. Right? Can't you see Jennifer Lawrence showing up and saying, she can I'm, do I'm anything. Valine. She can do anything. And as far as I'm concerned, she would not only do it, but she would take it to the next level because she's so effing amazing effing amazing right the whole lets it be real she lets it be real she showed up on something again flying by the uh, television set not really watching it and seeing she was pregnant and looked totally different totally different person and there she is front and center i love her for that i love her i want to go there i want to show that i can go there you know for the hell with the curls and the eye makeup and all of it you know that's brave and it reveals You have to share and reveal, I think. Now that Thanksgiving is over and we head into Christmas, I have finally realized when I'm on lululemon.com all day, because it really is my favorite brand out of any brand I've ever worn, I am done buying myself stuff. It's time to focus on gifts. And the reason you're going to love going to lululemon.com is because it really is a one-stop shop. Everyone thinks of Lululemon as like athletic wear and stuff to work out in, which it is, but it has so much more. I've been so invested in all of the men's stuff because I buy for myself on there on a pretty regular basis, way too regular. I've now discovered the women's stuff. Wow, it's just as good. All the ladies in my life are getting Lululemon this season. Now, one item, the Lululemon Align High Rise Mini Flare Pant. You guys have to check this out. It looks perfect for women to work out in. All my ladies, and yes, a lot of those are real housewives, are getting this. It comes in so many different colors. So I'm just going to get a different color for everyone. But they also have so many accessories, hair accessories, bags, yoga mats, water bottles. With three weeks left to go to Christmas, everyone is getting a gift from lululemon.com. And if you guys want to do the same, lululemon.com. That's right, lululemon.com. 
We all get so busy in our daily lives, but I can't stress how important it is to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. Because if your mind is clear, it allows you to accomplish everything else that you want to accomplish in your day. When you work on yourself, you start to see positive changes in all areas of your life. Talkspace has helped me with all of that, and I wholeheartedly recommend them. I can't tell you how much they've helped me with therapy. You can sign up online, you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within only 48 hours. You can tell text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist at any time. And it's so incredibly convenient. I mean, I don't like leaving my house, nor do I have time. You get to have virtual sessions right from the comfort of your own home. And did you know Talkspace is the number one therapy platform? They have licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, anxiety, depression, relationships, and so much more. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace space.com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. So don't wait till something goes wrong in your life to start working with a therapist. That's talkspace.com slash velvet. She's real. I don't know. She's, she's who I thought of to play. Valley oh, I were. just love that. I mean, and I say she, she, she'd add layers that I never would dream of, but I'd love to see them. And I'd love, I'd be honored that she showed me what I missed. <laughs> I'd be honored in her case because she's well, she would need your, you know, we, we need your approval. Yes, she would need your approval. So that's good. You, know? you got it. You got it. But that's a great idea. Anything else you want to bring up that I didn't bring up? I like to give people a chance at the end. I mean, because I mean, thank you for answering all of my questions, but I feel like if there's anything else. Oh, know, I do have something. Yeah. I tell do. Me. Well, here's the thing. We live on a hilltop and we look out over the entire valley and it's a killer drop dead view. And that's why all these windows are correct because of what you get to look out on. They're hell on wheels when you're an aging diva and you're doing a virtual interview. Bottom line is Quentin Tarantino, because he works out of Universal currently, brought his Once Upon a Time in Hollywood right down to the foot of our driveway and filmed for a month maybe and came back for pickup shots. There is Brad Pitt down at the end of my driveway in a pair of pants because I run at night, came home late from Toluca Lake, drive up my hill and there's Brad Pitt uh, walking with, wasn't it Margot Robbie? Walking up the hill. I love Margot. She's incredible. But I couldn't take my eyes off those pair of pants going up the cul-de-sac hill that we live on so we can sit on this mountaintop. One night with courage, because they were shooting night for night thousands of times, I snuck down after coming home from my run, parked the car, tiptoed down the driveway, and there's Quentin directing Brad Pitt and who was his partner? I I don't know. It was too amazing, but Brad Pitt, come on. Uh, Oh, and Leonardo, because Leonardo lived in one of the houses at the bottom of the, so Leonardo's coming out of the door and there's Brad Pitt. So I've got two dream come true in the flesh in front of me. And Quentin Tarantino saw me talk to somebody and came across the cul-de-sac as they're doing the setup, came and said, Joan Van Ark, Quentin Tarantino, as if I didn't know. He said, I have watched Frogs, which is a movie I did with Ray Milland. And uh, I can't, oh, Sam Elliott, come on. Doesn't get more, Sam Elliott and Ray Milland way back forever ago, not that much, but a a while back. Ray Milland, Oscar winner, uh, Sam Elliott, the most handsome, best actor on the planet. So I had done that movie and he said, I've watched Uh, Quentin Tarantino says, it's a bazillion times, one of my favorite movies. I know just who you are. Welcome to our set, you know, chatting away. I thought I would, I don't know, go poo-poo or pee-pee because I was this incredible man. We chatted for a while. He was about as gracious as anyone can be. It was time to shoot the scene. I watched them do that and tiptoed, crawled back up the hill because I was so, I have a poster in my office that a fan in Palm Springs at one of the autograph things brought me of frogs. It is huge, like a real movie poster in a theater, in the front of the theater would be huge. 
it was in my office forever because a fan wanted me to sign it. And he said, no, you just keep it. I signed it to Quentin Tarantino just because I thought it was right. I miss it more than you know, but I went down a day or two later and handed it to someone to give to him. And he said, this will definitely, or whatever. He, he thanked me and whatever. But I had to do that to him because he's, he's an icon. What can, what, it goes without saying. And to have had that kind of connection and have him know who the hell I am, I blew me away. I mean, through the roof. And You're was- giving me chills now. I mean, that's a great story. It is. It is. And he's a great man to have done that and to thank me and, and be there. And he's so, I, what I love, and I think this is true of all actors, he's like a kid when he's, he's so, it's so, energy is just like, this is what I'm on the earth to do. And that's what I've felt, I have felt since I was 14. This is why I'm here. And that, that kind of impulse and energy is what you need to survive and keep going and not give up. And I'm going to get verklempt because COVID's been a test for me to not have that food, that meal, that creativity, that partnership with a crew and a, you know, the my favorite scene from Knott's Landing, the face washing scene where Valine became, became Verna Ehlers and went to a bar and a bunch of guys. I love filming that scene. Nothing but guys on the set. I was in a bar. I come home drunk, my makeup all smeared up. I fall asleep in the bed. Then I wake up and I go into the bathroom, I guess, to get a glass of water. And I see myself in the mirror and I see this over made up face with eye black mascara shooting down my cheeks. And I turn on the spigot because we were in a real motel, a real bathroom, turn on the spigot and wash my face that's always over made up, wash every bit of it off and start over and become Verna Ellers and became that character. Went from Valine to that in a five minute take, which they kept in the episode. CBS called David and said, do you think we can stay on this scene for five minutes? And David said, yes, I do. And when that scene was over, because we had one false start, I said to the cameraman, if something goes wrong technically, once I wash my face, that's a wrap. And we did have one false start. The second time we went and I scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed. When the scene was finally over, the complete wonderful, I think, it's the only thing I think I did that's wonderful. We hugged like that Mary Tyler Moore hug, all of us, the camera, the hair and makeup, the set, we were one circle of hugs. That's what it's all about. Hugs together. That's it. Well, that's another great scene. Now you're giving me chills again. Well, I, uh, it, it, it's my best moment in my work. And I, I'm never, I'm not never pleased. I know when it's okay and it's right, but I never knew it to be a group effort like that, the best. Well, we need, we need more. So, well, I'm not done yet. And it's spelled I'm K-N-O-T done yet. I'm K-O-N-T done yet. I'll be back. I like that. I'll be back. Well, and you need to do, maybe we'll have more of these live shows, you know, since there's yeah, such fandom. Yeah, yeah, because that's, I don't know, it's all, it's all, and it's a very narrow niche of, of care and hard work. But once you know it and you've experienced it, that's why COVID for me has been very difficult, very. And I'm not quite out of it yet. It's, I think a lot of people are not out of it yet. I know? think so too, more than say it. And I think people in the workplace who are returning to where they were want to go back home again, or you're happy and comfortable doing it this way because you're 100% there. You're 100% there. I mean, you're there. So as long as you have all of you in place, that's where you should stay. 
Although like, yeah. And I mean, I have a studio too. And like, I like when I'm in LA, there's going to be a studio for people. Like I always give people an option. Like if you're in New York or LA where I am, we can do it in person. It's shocking. I mean, a lot of people do in person, but a lot, even when they're three blocks away are just like, I'd rather do this in zoom. Yeah. But I'll tell you something, if you're coming, then you should check with Donna and or me that it should be Joan, Donna, Michelle at some, with some, I will we'll have something going on, even if it's just uh, uh, the sh- show that we're going to do on tour or whatever, or, or just Joan, Donna, Michelle, cause you'll witness uh, the trio, the trio with the gorgeous Donna and the New York Broadway, Michelle and Joan, who tries to be a little bit of both. And that's the fight of my life is the two of them are, are, are parts of me. I think that's a good idea. The three of you together when I'm there would be great. I think, and studio or, you know, where we can all be comfortable, not individual or, 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 but I think if you're in the same the studio, state, we, should, yeah. we should be together. That's my take. That's my I take. agree. We'll have to make that happen. I think so. I thought you were going to say when Quentin Tarantino came over that he was a Knott's Landing fan or Brad Pitt, I was going to say. Oh, Brad Pitt. I couldn't have, I, I would, I would have fainted. I think I, I would have fainted. Faint Although they were aware, I could see they were looking over and like, you know, but you know, that's kind of the thing about a set. I mean, location set in the middle of the night, it was like a little between 11 and 12 midnight or something. You know, it's a different set at that hour, but it's still a set, but I'm sure they're used to it. But you know what I think? I think Brad Pitt, Leonardo's more to himself and he did kind of walk in circles and sort of isolated, which I respect. I get that. Uh, but Brad Pitt, that's an icon without it. And so is Leonardo. Come on. I mean, the, and then Quentin Tarantino. I mean, it, ah, hyperventilating. I mean, they're all three icons, but you know what? So is Joan Van Ark and Michelle Lee and Donna Mills. So, well, I mean, you are an we, icon too, Joan. Well, we, we, that's, we got to get back, not to icon, but we just got to get back. At least I do. Maybe Donna continues icon or Michelle continues but the only way to be able to use that word is to a continuum of some sort of connection to an audience because that's what we created and we had i agree well i think when i'm there we need to do this we'll do a show with all three of we'll you. do some I, some kind of trio i like this idea trio thing i think yeah i will get all your information from somebody and we'll make it all uh happen. well probably harlan well I have thoroughly enjoyed this, not just because you're my fellow Gemini from New York City, but, you know. Were you born in New York? I Yeah, and I grew up between New York and Connecticut. So I actually, my because my parents were divorced, I grew up outside New Haven, Connecticut. That's how I know Yale, that whole area. Well, you so know well. Yale then, too. Come on. Um, New Haven is underrated. New Haven is underrated. New Haven, it's cute. I agree. The theater there, are you kidding? Top of the line top of the line the best professionals uh, paul newman and uh, joanne woodward i'm telling you they're all they all go they all go through there and do shows in harper that's a pre-broadway stop yeah in order because it's close enough you know they can take a train or do whatever but but um that's a convenient and a true test of whether you're close and ready for broadway yeah good it's that good i agree do you know West Nyack, New York? A little bit. It's outside. It's over the George Washington Bridge. Okay. Uh, that's where we. That's where we lived, and that's where we moved from there to the hilltop in Colorado. Now Joan is the only family member in LA, but who knows? That gets tested every day. That there's more traffic. You have no idea. And I'm going to be out there, and I'm going to have no car. Listen, if I can spend. I, People said I couldn't do it here in the Hamptons. I've been here since May and I have gotten around with Ubers. It's, it's all fine. Uber is better. You get to do, uh, you know, uh, homework or you have your life or return phone calls or, you know, Uber is better. I don't it do works. it. My husband does. I'm lucky enough to have a gorgeous car that, you know, when I want something really bad, I'll say I'll sell my Mercedes because I've got last year's Mercedes, dark, dark, dark blue convertible top unbelievable uh, silver chrome wheels it's it's a diva car but but uh, i need my friends i need my my picture frame so this diva can try to maintain 
I listen, I just don't drive. I mean, I have a license, but I haven't driven in way too many. But why should you? It's so why should you if you can get if you got it working and got it going on without it? Don't even try. It works. So and you will you will hate it here. When was the last time you were here? But I was there during the pandemic, but like in the beginning. So probably before the pandemic. Before it got, yeah. Well, we did our last show. I've got a great photograph downstairs of all three of us dressed to the nines, uh, doing something at the Hollywood Museum, which Harlan also runs. And uh, we're we're so put together and so overdressed. And so, but... I think uh, I saw that picture when you guys did oh, that. I don't know if I saw it on Donna Mills Instagram or I saw it somewhere. Oh, you probably did. I think I, showed, I think she posted we're, it. We're gesturing to the sign because we were trying to promo the the target because I love We're Not Done Yet, but Donna doesn't like it. She does not like it. Uh, I, I think it says it. I think it says it right away. Uh, that, you know, that we're that there's that little germ, which is what brought us together. Otherwise I'd never know her. Michelle, I may have, I don't know, because of Broadway, because we've both done Broadway, a couple shows. Uh, she did Seesaw and uh, something else with Linda Lavin. I don't know, but it, it, she's done too much too. So, and that's something too, when you've got that blood or that experience in your DNA, you don't ever take that, that never goes away of how you value that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in your blood. It's in your blood. Well, you need to, I mean, I'll reach out of my people reach out to Harlan. Cause that would be great. Cause I'm going to be there. So we might as well do it in person, but this was exactly. great. I really appreciate you letting me ask it all. So, well, you, you did. And um, I think I said it all too, in a way that there are points, but that might be the Gemini, Gemini-ness, but the things that I feel are my first base or home base, which have not been tested to the extent or lack thereof up until this whole thing, we've all just been through. Absolutely. And thank you to your husband too, for helping. I'll have to have, yeah, I'll have to get him up here and this, this desktop with the notes and the all kinds of stuff. You should see my work area. There's notes everywhere. So, well, that's true uh, because there are different, I've got so many different projects going that are to be continued. So, I envision it. Like I, 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 I could see it. Well, if I you mean, get a, ever get a sitting on the toilet suddenly, Oh my God, to see the three of them do this, you shoot it to Harlan or I will just say, I just thought of some, you know, cause there is a, a goofy pillow or platform diving board that would set the three of us up. What's the funny picture was always uh, a phrase uh, that I, I love that means what's the, the heart and soul of it. And to see three of us in a rest home, two of us from hell and Donna, meek and. <laughs> right. I, I just, that would be, that would be. I agree. I agree. And it would be a beautiful challenge for her because she could do anything and she could, I don't know whether she would settle to or, I don't know, because she doesn't like me when I'm trying to call call, call it divas. She says uh, things like, uh, well, we're really playing grandmothers now. I'm not. I haven't yet. No, I should have, but I haven't yet. But but she's she's very savvy with all that that works. And it, just recently she said grannies and like that. But whatever. You I could be, I, I, but if I think of anything too, I'm, yeah, I'm going to send it, it to her. Right. Yeah. Three plumbers, three electricians, three uh, traveling. I don't know. What, what are those? I like, I, I, I like, I like the home and like, you guys are like glamorous and wealthy and right. Like maybe, and you know, have lived a life and Donna's more of like a simple, she's Plain, not a simple, simple yeah. basic. And they'll end up loving her the best anyway, because she's the one that's grounded. Right. The other two aren't real. I mean, they're they're real in doing them. That would be funny. I agree too. I agree. It'd be funny. And it's been my latest thought because I went from biker uh, to something like Katie else. Seagal. What is it? Like Katie Seagal was. Oh biker. yes. Yeah. And I and Kurt Sutter was I think is her husband, and something he could write was rough and raw with us. Three homeless ladies. Three homeless ladies. I just wanted to. I want us to. 
turn it on its ear. And yeah, I never thought of three homeless ladies. I don't know how funny that could be, but it could be. It could, it could be. Not because it's such a real thing right now. It's a real issue. It is. Here, they're everywhere I run. I know. Crazy guys. And they follow me. And Well, that's what you hear. I mean, same with New no, York. No, it's true. But that's it's what you true. hear out there. It's very bad because it's nice weather out here. So they're out 24 hours at different times and attacking people with knives and, uh, you know, attacking people, period. Uh, out of control, screaming at you. When I go run down Ventura Boulevard, a very busy street, which I sometimes do instead of running around Mark Cherry's house, uh, scares me. You need to be safe. I know. And people get upset when they hear I run at night. Yeah, that's kind of... Well, you wouldn't want to see the blood bruises that that occur because of growing up in Colorado and too much sun. I love the sun. I. You do see, I'm... I'm not into the sun. I'm like, I'm pale all summer. Well, no, I've all, well, it's growing up for me in Colorado because that's an outdoor state or was, I don't know what it is now, but that's an outdoor skiing, riding horseback. Running is a huge thing in Colorado, you know, working out. You need okay. to keep in touch. I really appreciate this. I'll let Harlan know when it's coming out too, but you know, and we'll do something in January. Sounds good to me. Thank you so much. You're my new best friend. You're my new best friend. Love this. Same to you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.